Hello and uh, welcome to this edition of, uh, of Pep Talk, the Persuasive Evangelism Podcast. I'm Andy Bannister, the director of uh, SOLAS, the Centre for Public Christianity, uh, based up here in Scotland. And as ever, I'm joined by my effervescent co-host, uh, Christy Mayer, uh, coming to us uh, from London. How are you doing today, Christy? Effervescent. I mean, I'll take that. I'm, t- that I'm, word, I'm even better now. Thank you. <laughs> doing well, thanks. Yourself? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. I'm really excited, actually, uh, by the, the guest we have on the show today. Many of the guests we have on Pep Talk are people I perhaps know from having come across them, but haven't worked with them. But our guest today is someone I have worked with, and uh, Cameron uh, McCartney. Cameron, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Andy. It's great to be here. Cameron is um, Cameron. You are the well, the former uh, president of the Christian Union, the CU at uh, Stirling University. Although currently, I gather it in Belfast because of coronavirus. Yep, yep, that's me. <laughs> and uh, I got to know Cameron through uh, you. We've done several things at Stirling University, but one of the things I loved working with you folks at Stirling on in the CU there was that was the Mission Week. And we do a lot of Mission Weeks at Solas. Christy does a lot of Mission Weeks. People listening may have no idea, Cameron. What a, what a CU Mission Week is on university. For people who have got no experience of this, what is a CU Mission Week? Why are they exciting? Why were you passionate about, about doing them? Yeah, great question. Um, so basically the vision of all the Christian unions in Great Britain is to give every student um, at universities and colleges the opportunity to hear and respond to the good news of Jesus Christ. Um, and Missions Weeks are the focal point of the year um, for many Christian unions, um, as that's when we'll take five days, um, a whole a whole week. Um, maybe it'll be more like two or three days for perhaps smaller Christian unions, but for most universities, it's going to be something like five days. Um, and we'll dedicate the whole week um, to doing uh, events uh, which allow people to hear the gospel um, in different settings um, and uh, with different people. Um, and Andy, you were with us uh, last year um, when we were doing our Missions Week on the theme of work in progress. Um, this year we did it on a theme, something more. Um, and normally we do it uh, sort of a, a theme like that, uh, which is very approachable for people. Um, and uh, they're able to just come and hear the gospel in a really accessible way. Cameron, it's so good to hear you talk about the vision of, of CUs. Um, as we were chatting beforehand, you know, we all have some kind of um, experience um, with them. I, I wonder what for you has been some of the challenges and, and highlights of CU mission? I, I mean, I've, I've only been at uh, Sterling University for, I mean, not even three years. Um, and I just feel like it's been such a significant part of my life, um, just being involved in the in the CU mission there. Um, some of the highlights uh, for me, probably the biggest highlight is is just being able to open the word um, with people. Um, I find that uh, using the Uncover resource um, that UCCF has created um, is, is just such a beneficial thing to do for everyone involved. Um, and uh, people begin to just understand um, a part of who Jesus Christ is um, through the document, which is the most clear about him. Um, and so many students and so many people in general just have um, so many different opinions which have been formed over the years about, you know, God is bad, uh, God hates people and all these different things. But actually, when we when we take a look at the book and we, we look at Mark's gospel and, and see what it says, we actually realize that, well, no, you know, Jesus is good and he comes to, to save sinners. He came... Uh, 
not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And I think just watching people um, understand that for the first time um, is just a wonderful um, experience and a wonderful thing to do. And just to see people come and be saved and no salvation um, through doing um, those studies is, is, is just fantastic. Um, and I think for me, that's that sort of uncover um, thing has definitely been um, my highlight um, of, of being part of the Christian Union. Amazing. I mean, just to just to clarify for those of us who haven't heard of the Uncover Project, it's a um, looking at a gospel, isn't it? It's essentially kind of the gospels, the three of them, and then interspersed, we have different study questions to best engage uh, with the passage and see what um, see what God is saying to us through it. So they're really seeker Bible studies, aren't they? That are um, put together in a really beautiful kind of aesthetic, hardbound kind of book. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I just find that you know. You know the the way that, that that we find out the most about about God and about Jesus is is through is obviously through through the Word through reading the Bible and you know that's that's our our, our fount of, of wisdom and, and knowledge and information about Him. It's like our academic journal um, about Jesus's life, um, and you know it it just makes so much sense to to read it with people, um, and uh, I think from watching people read it and and hear it and and see it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, is is just great. I love the um. I just love the infectious enthusiasm uh, you have for the for for the gospel and the Bible and for for Jesus, Cameron. It's so it's so exciting to hear. Uh, you know, a question I'd like to to put to you. I know there's, there are a lot of myths about about places like universities, and and one of the myths I think I sometimes hear in the churches is that universities are, are like spiritual deserts. It's you know they're so secular, they're so tough. Uh, is that what you're finding, or do students actually, in your experience, when you when you talk to your friends and classmates, are there sort of spiritual questions that people are asking when you when you take the time to to to, to get to know them? Oh, that's a oh, that's a brilliant question. Um, yeah. So I mean, definitely, uh, when I uh, when I went to university for the first time, I guess I was maybe um, a little bit surprised um, about um, you know, yeah, you know, the sort of university culture, the university life, um, and and what and what that's like, the typical uh, student life. Um, but I've definitely found, you know, from from the time that I have been there, um, that you know, that absolutely the harvest is plentiful, um, and the labors are few, um, and you know, I find that, um, even in my first year, um, when I was living in 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 student halls, um, and not living with anyone I knew particularly well, I think throughout throughout the course of that year, you know, just meeting people for the first time from a ton of different backgrounds, um, and just getting into conversations on a Saturday night um, and people just naturally bringing up God um, was, was amazing. And just actually seeing that, you know, in the midst of, you know, all these things and, you know, drunk parties and people um, not even being able to, to be, you know, thinking straight, they, they, you know, God is still on their mind. Um, And I would, I would say that, yes, um, the typical student life is, is always going to be, is always going to be out there. Um, but a hundred percent, you know, everyone's everyone's searching and everyone's seeking for for something greater, um, and I've definitely witnessed that and, and seen that happen. Um, and uh, it's been wonderful to just have even, you know, thirty second conversations about about who God is, who Jesus is, um, and just trying to break down a, a few of those myths. Um, I think actually, uh, if I could just add, like one of mm. one of the best times I've seen this happen is actually. Uh, uh, in Sterling CU, we do quite a unique uh, little thing called dial a dishwasher. 
um, where hmm. basically um, we, <laughs> we have like a dishwasher service whereby you can ring a phone number um, if you live in student accommodation on the campus and you can come in um, and you can ring and then we'll go out to your kitchen and uh, we'll clean it. Um, but I, I've done this like I've done this loads of times now, probably like 10, 15 times um, since I've started uni. Um, and like then just, you know, 10, diff- 10 or 15 different uh, kitchens. And there's never, ever been any time when people haven't asked us questions about Jesus when, when we've gone there. And every single experience I've had, you know, people don't hide in the rooms and just shy away. People come in, you know, sometimes like whole flats will come and come together and sit in their kitchen, want to ask questions about what it is we do, why, why are we here? Um, and yeah, I just, I just think it's amazing um, that, that people clearly do care um, about, about these questions about faith. I think that's one of the things that I really love about uh, CUs is that you're creating, well, you are a missional community on campus. And so having things like dial a dishwasher, you're able to bring people into that loving missional community and helping them to taste and see the goodness of Jesus and the quality of transformed relationships as well. What kind of questions come up in those discussions, you know, potentially late night discussions after, um, after having cleaned their kitchens? What are some common questions? Mm. Yeah, so I think um I mean there's obviously there's there's so many different things uh um but I I, I think the, the main uh thing that I continually see coming up is, is that a lot of people hold this perception um that either they think God is bad um or not that they think God is bad, that they think um God is not worth it. Um, what I, I find that a lot of people fall into one of those two categories of, of questions and um, that they think God is bad for um, all the wars that have happened, all the, all the hunger that exists in the world um, and all these things, or that God is not worth it because um, what difference will it make to my life if I follow an invisible unknown God? Um, and I think um, those are two uh, points which you know we've had to deal with and have to think about and on how we can respond to those things and um i know that's a very common uh, talk topic you know why would a good god allow suffering um and it's you know it, it is such, such a massive uh, question um but i but i think um it ultimately comes down to the fact that um you know god um first created the world you know without suffering and um the garden of eden you know that there was no suffering um and and in the new heaven you know he 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 doesn't want there to be suffering um but uh suffering is induced by by our sin and our and our wrongdoing um and you know god that was not god's original plan in the garden of eden for that to be the way it is but now that is the way it is um and i think i often then challenge people to say you know there's a big problem in the world and if it's not God, then it has to be humans. And if humans are a problem, then that means we're a problem. That means me and you're a problem. And that means you're a problem. Um, and I think um, that is often not received very well, but um, I think fundamentally to understand the gospel, um, we need to realize that we are wretched, that we are wrong people um, and, that, and that we are in need of a savior. Um, and I think that's um, how um, those questions are often navigated in, in, in talks as well. And um, it's, it is such a big question and it's a, it's a hard one for, 
for people to to think about for the first time as well. Um, but yeah, um, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> hmm. I think that's uh, that's really helpful stuff there, Cameron. So far, we've talked a bit about kind of mission on campus in the context of the CU and obviously uh, you were the president there and, and, and led that community uh, for a while and all the, the missions and the and the activities and, and projects like the Dial the Dishwasher but also obviously for a lot of students as well evangelism on campus can also be personal right you have opportunities with mm-hmm. with friends and peers and classmates during your time as a, as a student uh, what are some of the things that you've learned about how to not just do the evangelism in the, in the kind of bigger CU context but also I know uh, you've uh, you put your faith into practice just one to one as well. What are the, what are some of the things that you've you've tried and, and learnt, uh, and things that you've seen perhaps God do through you as you've stepped out and done that? Yeah, so um, I find that uh, so I think it's it's a lot is just responding um, to your your everyday life and your your everyday mm. interactions with the people who you're seeing. Um, and for me, um, I realised very early on that you know. I'm not able to meet up with 60,000 people a week and have coffee with them. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta narrow that down to a small number of people um, who you're wanting to really get to know. Um, and um, in our flat that uh, we've just moved out of, but where I was staying for the past two years, um, we had a, a, a spare bedroom and we, we, we basically lived in a three bedroom flat, which we couldn't get an HMO for. Um, so we had a spare bedroom there. Um, and we decided to occupy that spare bedroom with a table tennis table. Um, and that uh, was actually um, so helpful um, because uh, I was able to, um, on numerous occasions, I would have friends around, um, people from within the Christian Union and people from without as well, um, and uh, have them around at the table tennis table, um, just a, a lot of time one-on-one. Um, and... I find that we, you know, you would have really truthful um, and really serious conversations just as you're hitting a, a ping pong ball across the table, um, and that as people just start to really open up, um, and uh, I find that actually um, by focusing on a few um, and really wanting to be friends with a few as well um, is so important. Um, I think I learned as well that you know we can't treat people like projects and we, we've re- mm. we, re- we really do as Christians need to befriend people um, and have those long lasting um, friendships um, which are sacrificial and which um, put, put other people um, ahead. Um, and I think um, it, it looks different for different people as well. You know, I have non-Christians friends who um, it was, it was a lot of mainly just conversation and more doing practical things um, and maybe not as much chat about um, the Bible um, just because of the nature of that person's personality. Um, but then I had other people who I knew um, and was good friends with um, who were really, really keen on the whole Uncover thing and would, would were really keen to do that like every week. Um, and some people just aren't as keen to do it um, as often or maybe aren't keen to do it at all. Um, and I think for other students um, in a similar position to me, I think I would say at this point, like, I wouldn't feel um, guilty um, for my friends, you know, saying no to an invitation to the uncover or saying no to an invitation to an event, and um, because ultimately, you know, it's 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 God who has the power and um, to save uh, and to work in people's hearts and to stir up people's hearts to worship Him. Um, and you know, uh, there's been so many occasions 
um, when I've been uh, rejected um, from in, for, for invitations which I've made um, or from offers to, to read the Bible. And, um, you know, that, that's a no fault of my own and it's, it's not the fault of anyone else's either. Um, and I, I think it's really important that we don't um, feel bad for that, you know, because uh, I think it can be very easy to. You've shared so many wonderful encouragements there, Cameron. I was particularly struck by what you said about friendships. I uh, was reading something the other day that said that um, each person, you can only have about seven people with whom you meaningfully engage with um, in your life on a day-to-day basis, um, meaningful friendships. Um, How would you encourage those who think, um, oh, you know, I, I'm I'm quite happy with my own kind of like Christian friends and the thought of kind of befriending people who who just live very differently. You know, you may have grown up in a Christian background. You know, you're at university for the first time. You're seeing like the university culture. You're greeted with apathy, um, or sometimes just outright rejection. You you really like helpfully address that last bit. But how would you encourage people to actually get out there and make friends? Mm. Yeah, well, that's that's a really good question, and you know it, you know it it does just feel so hard sometimes, you know, because you know the obviously the body of Christ is just such an attractive thing for anyone, um, regardless of their faith, and you know, um, the Christian Union is just so attractive, um, for for anyone, um, and, and I've seen that there's just so many even people who've never um been to church before just coming and wanting to be part of the Christian Union just because it's such a a strong. An attractive body of unity, um. But yeah, hundred percent. Trying to, to to make friends is um, is is a challenge. But also, um, in ways, it's it is just so easy. Um, you know, I think um, it's important that we're we're careful um of the contexts in which we do that. Um, I know that uh, myself. Um, I've you know this is this is more of a personal thing, but I've I've stayed away from nightclubs my whole time at uni, uh, just because I know that. I would probably be much more tempted in those situations and would be much more tempted to do something silly. And so I've stayed away from those. Um, And not to say that, you know, those things are bad for everyone, but I know for me and my own conscience, that wouldn't have been a good idea. Um, But I think um, it's important that we meet people in situations and scenarios where it's easy um, to get to know them on a a deeper level. Um, And I think, um, I mean, I do a primary education course I have a lot of friends who do maybe deeper courses, things like, you know, philosophy or psychology, which require, you know, a lot more thinking than just, you know, one out one or two out two. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think, um, hmm. yeah, you know, you can have course mates um, who are already thinking deeply about politics or about science, um, and you can very easily work in um, to those topics uh, with the gospel um, because they're just such massive topics anyway. Um, and we can approach the gospel from, a philosophical worldview or a, a scientific worldview um, from different ways. Um, and I think also just, you know, um, the the classic, you know, sports team or a different uh, society as well. Um, just people enjoying um, hockey or rugby or football or whatever it is, um, is just a great way to to mm. meet people and make friends who are like-minded individuals. I mean, I'm, I'm terrible at football, um, but th- this year I've started playing for a for a social football team, um, just because I I enjoy it and um, it was great it was great you know to to make just to to make friends and be around other like minded people um, who just want to enjoy football um, and uh, you know you can get to know a little bit about each other 
Um, and even if it's low key things like, you know, I'm Cameron and I go to church, you know, it's, it's, it's so much better than saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we're coming towards the end, um, Cameron, come on, one last question. I wanted to to throw your way. I mean, there's been so much really helpful stuff you shared. Thank you so much. But one last question I thought I'd love to get your perspective on. You're obviously, you know, coming to the the end of another, another year or so, I think, to go on your course. And then you're going to be going out to the world of work, the world of teaching. What do you think of it's hard, hard to, I guess, fully answer this, but I'd be interested to hear what you think. What kind of lessons do you think there are that maybe you've you've learned in terms of doing evangelism on campus that you hope you'll be able to carry with you into the world of work? Because not everyone's listening to this as a student, but I suspect some of the things that you found on campus will probably work quite well in the world of work as well. And I wondered what kind of thinking you've done around there, that what you've learned now, that hopefully, God willing, will pay you a really good dividends in the future in terms of evangelism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. What a question. Um, I I definitely learned, I think if, when I look back in the past uh, three years of my time being at uni, um, definitely the thing that stood out for me um, is that... Um, if you're on committee or if you're if you're a CU president or if you're if you're a CU member or you're a Christian anywhere, um, our lives require integrity um, at all levels. Um, and that's been something which I have just found so challenging. Um, you know, we we can't um, you know, I can't step up in front of CU and, you know, say all this, you know, Jesus jargon and then you know go home and just act totally differently and do things which I shouldn't be doing um, and I think that that that's that was just such a challenge for me you know the whole time I was on I was on committee and um, just you know um thinking that like you know you know my life doesn't add up to 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 what I say and and to to what I'm I act like um when I'm in church or when I'm at CU and and how that's different to when I'm at home um and you know uh, Christians are are meant to be uh, holy and, and set apart from the world, and that means that we're set apart in in every way, um, and uh, in our in our home life, in our in our family life, um, and I've 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 just find that just like uh, totally upside down challenging, um, how you know how I've come to realize how um how how little integrity um th- there is in my life sometimes, and um. I think that's so important for for anyone, whether you're a student. Um, for me, going into the world of work, that'll be something which I'll need to remember. You know, um, that we need integrity in, our, in the workplace, and um, as well, you know, the way we get on in in our offices needs to be the same way we would get on um, in church. Um, and I I think that's that's just been so challenging, and um, that that you know the character of Jesus um, needs to needs to be reflective of. Of, in, in our own character um, and we need to we need to be showing um hmm. the fruit of of grace and love and, and hope and, and purity and faith um in all that hmm. we do um and that our characters would just be rich and, and overflowing with with joy um in jesus um in every aspect of our life and i i just think hmm. that would be that would be my last piece yeah. of advice yeah that's a great place to to end it, uh, Cameron. We're better than to end it on on Jesus. But Cameron, we've hugely enjoyed having you on the show. Thanks so much for making the time. Oh yeah, no worries. And uh, we'll be back for listeners in uh, two weeks' time uh, for another episode of Pep Talk. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to Pep Talk. This podcast is supported by our listeners across the country and around the world. And if you'd like to make it possible for us to carry on producing Pep Talk, you can help us by going to our website at the peptalkpodcast.com and clicking on the support the podcast button. 
if you support the show for as little as £3 a month as a thank you, uh, we will send you a free copy of my book, The Atheist Who Didn't Exist, or you can choose Christie's book, uh, More Truth, and you'll have a lovely, warm feeling inside knowing that you're helping us make more episodes of Pep Talk. <laughs>